0: This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, we're getting to that time of season where we, we aren't always talking about fishing anymore. There's a lot of other things starting to kick in, and that today is one of those days where we'll talk about that. Today we're going to talk deer with the Regional Wildlife Manager John Williams. Uh, we've had John in a number of times. Thank you for joining us and popping back in, John.
1: Great to be here, Kevin.
0: Well, you um, have a lot of things going on here. We're going to talk about uh, the 10-year plan in a moment, but let's just start off with the fact that it's, it's that time uh, when the wildlife guys uh, really are front and center when it comes to the outdoors.
1: Yeah, things are beginning to switch maybe from um, hook to bullet, I guess you would say, as, <laughs> as some of the colloquial language goes. And we're not far away from bear season, which is September 1st. Dove season opens September 1st. And then, of course, small game uh, September, I think, 15th, as I recall. And um, everything just is beginning to happen, you know, youth, youth waterfowl season, September 8th, all this type of stuff, you know, where's the year gone? So, <laughs> It's a very good question. <laughs> to me, it just seems like I just should be getting ready for summer, and it's come and gone without even a blink of an
0: eye. Well, as we get into the fall and we start talking about deer, uh, we are implementing uh, the 10-year plan that was put together and we've got an open house about that and uh, well not really about that and we'll talk about that in a bit but I do want to just kind of recapitalize this journey we were on with this plan how did
1: it all play out Largely, uh, it started with some major concerns in that around two, 2014 timeframe when uh, a lot of deer hunters were just generally unhappy with the season they had before them, the number of deer they were not seeing, and uh, there was concern raised statewide about uh, deer populations. So we went through a listening session with many of the places uh, throughout the state Uh, We began to have uh, some interest in uh, a deer audit uh, of the uh, DNR as far as its management uh, procedure on deer. That was done, and one of the proceedings that came out of the audit was that Everything looked pretty good, but it would be better if the DNR had a statewide deer management plan. So that began a process that we used to develop the plan that is now in place that we can talk about here in a little bit. But uh, um, folks may remember that earlier in about May this year, we had a number of public meetings that people were specifically asked, well, take a look at the draft plan, either on website or something like that, and and let us know what you think. And there were largely eight areas of, of uh planning it let me just read them off just for a re- rehash communication was probably the number one you know people wanted to have more input more information to us more information from us about that uh, stakeholder satisfaction population management uh, in terms of monitoring and research healthy deer very important habitat was good uh, impacts of deer on other resources uh, the concerns about maybe too many deer deer management funding and then deer management in general. So those are the features. And then, of course, uh, after the plan was put into place, then we're now ready for our our basic, uh, I would say, what will become a biannual meeting. In other words, two meetings per year, probably one more springtime, uh, late winter, and one just pre-hunting season in the fall that people will come, and they can uh, basically give us information, what their thoughts are about the deer population in their area, Concerns they have, interests they have in it, and of course, right now, since we have the deer recommendations out for season this coming fall, they can tell us, you know, what their thoughts are about about the season. Did we get it right? Did we go too conservative? Did, did we go too liberal? Or where are we at with it, and how does that affect them? So we want to hear these things, and basically, I would say these meetings that are coming up uh, again tomorrow night at, this, at uh, City Hall, Mymiji, uh, six o'clock, I believe. Um, let us know what you think. You've had a chance maybe to look at the regulations. Give us some feedback.
0: Okay. And and there will be, these kinds of meetings will be statewide, basically, and, and there's several
1: of them in our neck of the woods. It's not just Bemidji City Hall. Not oh. just Bemidji. No, Park yeah. Rapids, uh, all those, Crookston. Any place where there's an area wildlife office, there will be a, an area uh, meeting that regards, you know, just kind of an open house and come, let's talk to you. Okay. One of the, and, and
0: I always go back because I'm, I'm more familiar because I've been doing the the fishing show for a long, long time. Uh, I, I look at the the way they put together this the northern um, plan statewide, and they had. You had to do a certain thing in this part of the state because they had an issue like this, and in this part of the state it was something else with a, with an overall goal, kind of the same statewide. Is that what we're looking at for for your deer management plan? I mean, each, things aren't the same in every part of the state when it comes to deer.
1: Right, and that's why we have all the, I forget the exact number, 83 or something like that, deer permit areas. The the numbers that we have, you know, basically designed for a specific area. Uh, we have talked about, and it, this comes up every year, do we have the boundaries right? You know, mm-hmm. should should we draw one boundary a little to the east or the west or north, whatever it might be? And there's always pluses and minuses with moving boundary lines. And uh, uh, people who are real close to the line get you know a little more concerned about that than people who are not so far you know are into the deer permit area. But um, largely, that's why we have that. It's not it's not as broad, I would guess, as maybe the northern mm-hmm. plan is, but it certainly is more specific to deer permit area. And I think uh, perhaps there are a number of things that are in place with the, with the deer plan, uh, which also includes deer goal setting. And deer goal setting basically is a process that we're using to set what we desire for a spring pre-fawning number of deer in a particular area. So, uh, but that's, that's um, something that will be coming up <clears throat> uh, probably next year, I believe, as, as we'll get started on that. So, More of the great outdoors with Kev Jackson next on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors.
0: Welcome back to a Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors edition of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Big meeting in the Bemidji City Hall tomorrow night at 6 o'clock about the new deer management plan. Open to the public, your chance to talk about deer and what you'd like the DNR to know about what you think of deer. John Williams, the Northwest Regional Wildlife Manager, my guest. John? What is the goal with all of this? Uh, You know, I I guess I go back to other things. Like, for instance, um, I know that the goal for muskies in this area is not necessarily to have tons of muskies, but to have trophy muskies. Yeah. I know there are people who want the the proverbial 30-point buck, and there's a lot more people who want to be able to see a lot of deer and get a chance at getting one. Do we have a, a statewide plan or is it changed by area? How, you know? What, what is the goal
1: here? Let me just read it maybe the easiest way is from the, the, uh, the plan itself. And it just simply states, DNR wants Minnesotans to enjoy the benefits of a thriving and disease-free deer population. Components of that vision include deer population goals, Habitat priorities, abundant hunting opportunities, and actions that sustain our wildlife heritage while balancing social interest—that's a lot of that's a lot of talk. But basically, we want people to be satisfied with the deer that they have in their local area and where they may hunt, or something like that. And That also includes things like arboretums or things like people's front yards, where you know deer may be a, more of a nuisance than a blessing. And so we have to balance those particular features with that, and then. Very important in this plan. It addresses some of the disease concerns that we have, specifically chronic wasting disease right now. Mm There will be another effort for that this fall like there was the previous fall. We can talk about that if you'd like just a little bit. But uh, we want to – I mean we are actively trying to eliminate any CWD in the state, and we do have it now in the southeast portion of the state. How much? Well, we've not found a lot of deer. But we have uh, an extensive testing effort to see if we have more uh, than just what's apparent there. And we're, we're going to be testing for a number of years uh, to make sure that it doesn't spread. And, and hopefully we can, I guess, nip it in the bud. That would be the hope. It's going to require a lot of effort and a lot of cooperation from our deer hunters and, and uh, other people alike.
0: At this point, it does not seem from what I've been able to gather that
1: there's been a lot of movement from beyond the southeast part of the states not so far um, yeah. you know the other areas that we're testing is in that uh, we call it the north central it's in that Brainerd Crosby area there Uh, and then also the the central, which is in that uh, basically southwest of St. Cloud area as well. The reason we were testing there is because there was a couple of cervid farms that turned up positive for CWD, and we want to make sure uh, or find out if that uh, disease has crossed into the wild deer population or not. The good news is that last year we tested a ton of deer in both of those areas, more than we expected. In fact, it was almost two, three times more than what we expected to get, and we were able with that to be able to shrink the area down this year into a a more focused point around the, uh, the uh, those particular farms and uh, we'll concentrate more of our effort towards the southeast this year
0: Okay, what was from your perspective and I'm sure you, you've read on this very much and been through all the meetings was there anything that surprised you in the process of putting this together as far as either attitudes from people or what you
1: actually found out about what's going on with deer That's a good question, I'd have to think on that one just a little bit um, <laughs> You know, I think a lot of people, when they come to the public meetings to to kind of uh, tell us specifically about some of the, the deer plan elements, they really wanted to talk about their area. They wanted to do what we're going to be doing tomorrow night, which is talking about how, you know, the deer perception from their point uh, of where they're hunting or maybe the problems they have or something like that. That's really not a surprise, but, you know, that's understandable that people wanted to come from that. Um, I, I think there was some concern over that we now have a deer harvest goal. That's 200,000 deer per year. And that's based upon if, if every area in the state was within goal, that would be uh, an ideal target number of harvest we would get. Now, every permit area within deer goal is um, next to impossible, mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> uh, because as I have said many times, managing deer population is very much like a pendulum that swings back and forth. You, know? you never are at the sweet spot that's, that's stable there. Um, the pendulum is always going to swing where you're either managing up towards goal or down towards goal. And then winter can kick the clock a little bit. And depending on the swing of the pendulum, it can either magnify the concern you have or, or lessen it depending on which way the pendulum swings. So our our main effort in that analogy is that we keep that pinion to a very small swing right and left, um, but sometimes that's not always possible.
0: No, no it isn't always possible. But what would you say right now? I mean, are we in
1: pretty good shape as far as you're concerned? Pendulum is rising towards um, meeting goal or exceeding goal. Okay. And uh, we have a few areas in, this, in the state, in particular in Region 1 here, that uh, we have some concerns from farmers for deer depredation. And, and uh, some of the crops that I, that I have been hearing about and, and noticing have been uh, fairly severely damaged. We're working with the producers in the, to work to uh, help that, with that problem. But um, uh, we do see... I think most areas um, were certainly within goal or are going towards goal, and the ones that are above we are trying to put some pressure on it so they don't get out of hand like they did around two thousand three if if that figure uh, mm-hmm. that time frame rings a bell with you. Um, so I think in all, you know as we look at this season compared to let's say the last few, um, we've seen about three consecutive years, I would say of increasingly liberal Uh, liberalized uh, deer regulation. In other words, it's been easier for a hunter to take a deer, largely because of more deer in the landscape. So if I take, let's say, the Bemidji area, 184. 2016, it was in a lottery area. You had to put your name in the hat for uh a a deer permit if you're going to try it for an antlerless deer. In 2017, it was hunter's choice. So in other words, you don't have to put your name in the hat. You can take a deer of either sex, not a problem. This year it's managed, so you'll be able to take two deer, um, a buck if you wish, or or, uh, two antlerless, however you want to do that. But it's, again, more a liberal season, and I think this is where we'd like to be. I would say that if we could if we could have our druthers, I'd love to have a managed deer permit area for just about everybody we we have in the state, but that's not not possible. Uh, Some areas uh, can sustain a higher than that harvest on an annual basis, and some areas can't stand uh, even a, um, a hunter's choice for many years in a row. So in managing that swing of that pendulum again, we have to understand that the capabilities of an area which is based on habitat and the number of hunters there and all that type of thing so mm. it's a little bit of a math problem uh, as well as a finesse problem with the uh, area manager really needing to know that deer permit very well tomorrow we got some more great stuff with john williams as
0: we continue to get ready for hunting it's not just deer hunting lots of hunting happening soon so we're talking with john williams northwest regional wildlife manager about that we'll dive back into fishing tomorrow as well But that's a wrap for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for joining me. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me.
1: Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it.
0: Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtnduegaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. College Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.